Good afternoon, everybody, listeners around the world in the United States, Canada, the UK. Uh, I am your host, Chris George Zuger, and you have entered the Den of Lore. Uh, we have a special uh, episode today. We're episode 21. And uh, to my right is my co-host, Alex. How are you doing, Alex? Very good. Very good. Uh, you know, we have a wonderful episode with a fantastic multiple award-winning uh, filmmaker, Kristen Bourlard. Excuse me, Bourlard. I'm... Uh, yeah. <laughs> my, That's right. I, I, sh- I, I should have stayed in French immersion, uh, French immersion a lot more than I did. I do apologize. Uh, we're going to be discussing his new film, which has the Masonic community worldwide in an absolute tizzy, uh, Terra Masonica. Um, I have to say, when I heard about this movie and I saw the two trailers for it, it, they absolutely blew my mind. And I said, we have to get Tristan on this program and talk to him because, damn, <laughs> this looks like a good film. And uh, you know what? It's uh, going to be released worldwide shortly. And uh, so, you know the, the details are still being worked out. And uh, I know that Tristan will be able to share more of that information if he has it available. Um, uh, as far as the release dates, but yeah, if, if you're anywhere in the world and if you're a Freemason or interested in Freemasonry, this is the film to watch. Uh, absolutely different cinematography. Uh, cinema, <clears throat> absolutely beautiful cinematography. Beautiful cinematography. Thank you very much, Alex. And uh, I would uh, def- I would like to be able to introduce uh, Tristan himself. And how are you doing? I'm going well. It's very freezing now. I'm in Europe, in Belgium, in Brussels, and uh, it's a bit freezing, but everything is okay. I'm happy to have finished this uh, project, and I'm starting a new one because uh, uh, not working is uh, is very difficult for me. So I like challenges and a new project all the time. That's it. <laughs> you certainly. Uh had quite the challenge with doing all this amazing footage for the film recently. Sorry? I said you've uh, had quite the challenge with doing some of the amazing footage for the film, uh, the shots yes, uh, for the film. Yeah, it was it was very difficult. It's an incredible project. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about that yesterday and uh, making in, in the 21st century be able to have the privilege to make a trip around the world and uh, the fantastic journey during one year. It's uh, just incredible to, 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 to be able to live that today. You know, we are living in a society and we think that uh, everything is discovered and is not the case. So um, uh, traveling like this and discovering so many incredible architectural heritage, so many incredible uh, brethren around the world uh, was really an incredible experience. And still now when I'm looking at the movie, I said to myself, it's not me. I made. I didn't make this movie myself, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm discovering the movie like everybody because it was uh, – just incredible, but it's just the top of the iceberg, you know, uh, because there is 10,000 shot uh, during, uh, made during the uh, one year, so it, it was a very difficult editing, and finally I decided to make two movies of one hour, because uh, uh, it was impossible to, to do that uh, with less time, but I hope that I will make a third movie of Terra Masonica, and it, it will not be a, um, a trip around the world in 80 Lodge. It will be a trip around the Lodge in 80 minutes. It will be a different approach, more, more philosophical, because um, I have hundreds of incredible interviews uh, with uh, brothers around the world, and there's a lot of aspect of Freemasonry that we would discuss, you know, more philosophical, and all these aspects are in the computer now. And I, w- I would like to use it in the future. So um, I think it w- there will be a third episode, yes. Now, I, I, you know, for, for somebody who's, um, I've watched a lot of uh, Masonic, uh, uh, a lot of content. Masonic documentaries and content. Uh, there are certain ones that have gone into the history, certain ones that have gone into the, the mystery and secrets, um, and others that have, uh, you know, th- there are some independent movies that, We'll even try and link Freemasonry to things like the Illuminati or what have you, which, you know, as, as a Freemason myself, I always laugh at because we can't organize a pancake breakfast without getting into fights. So, uh, <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so the, the idea of um, a movie that contrasts the various types of Freemasonry worldwide, uh, along with the histories of Freemasonry, not only as a craft, um, you know, as a whole, 
but also uh, the, you know, the different countries and and uh, that you have, um, you know, that you visited is is something that nobody's ever done before. And uh, how how did the idea for this particular documentary start? Well, it was directly after um, uh, I made in 2008 um, a, a very good movie, historical movie. The name was uh, The Scottish Key. And the question was, what was the origin of Freemasonry? Because in Freemasonry, you have two main questions. What was the, what is the origin of Freemasonry? And the second question is, what is Freemasonry? It's not the same, but it's linked, you know, because uh, the heritage, the tradition, the history, it's the craft so but uh, just after making this movie in 2008 I directly write two script uh, the second script was the age of darkness it was the idea of the confrontation of the Freemasonry and the fascist uh, period of the 20th century because it's very interesting to to um, to face the question and uh, how Freemason because Freemasonry can't uh, live can't expand can be um, uh, honorable society just in democracy. Everybody knows that. So uh, it was an interesting question, but uh, it was a very difficult project. So I decided to <laughs> to write a book about that. And the first script was a Terra Masonica. So I, I said to myself directly that uh, to answer uh, the question, what is Freemasonry? Um, it's impossible to answer this question in my personal point of view because it's a very local view, you know. And um, if I have a question to uh, any brother around the world, all the time it's a local view. It's depend on the large, it's depend on the history of the nation, etc. So um, to have a, a very, I think, um, good answer to this question, we have to. The only way was to to visit maximum of large of around the world it was a very simple idea and um, because the expansion of freemasonry start very quickly in 10 years after 1717 so 300 three centuries ago the expansion of freemasonry in 10 in 10 years the freemasonry arrived in all the the port uh, in the five continents so this expansion is very incredible. For example, it, uh, Freemasonry arrived in Calcutta in India in uh, 1727. So very quickly, Freemasonry arrived thanks to the travelers, fr thanks to the militaries. Uh, it was a, 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 a naval lodge. It was uh, so, um, and directly Freemasonry. Uh, after this moment of expansion during three century, there is different kind of evolution of this different type of Freemasonry around the world, depending of the culture, depending of the uh, history of these nations. And um, but in the same way, everywhere is the same. This is the incredible fact when you see the movies that you have this incredible feeling that Freemasonry uh, could. Uh, give so much to to uh, do, to uh, the members of, of the craft, and uh, it's not the way that uh, it's a form of it's a form of teaching. So uh, uh, I was very surprised that uh, and everybody who is watching the movie Terra Masonica have this feeling that everybody is speaking not in the one voice. Everybody have different point of view but we have this feeling that everybody's a mason and uh, we have uh, this very close relation with everybody you don't have this feeling that somebody is very um, a stranger in freemasonry you know so um, uh, the idea is very simple but it was very difficult to organize that uh, it takes months of discussion with the different lodge and to find the lodge and to find a, a good balance between all the continents, all the countries. So uh, it was a long process. And um, I had to wait uh, 2015 to start this movie because before that I was not in good health enough to, to do the, all this travel. And, uh, you know, after, for example, three weeks of uh, filming in USA of South America, of Africa, and uh, it was it's a very physical job. So um, 
it was a, a very hard uh, uh, process and very hard editing, but I'm very happy of the result and uh, very happy of the, all the feedback of the, because there is uh, some screening um, around the world now and every time especially the young generation, especially our families, especially uh, uh, our wives, etc., uh, comes to me and said, okay, this is the first time that I really understand what my husband do, you know, uh, what is Freemasonry. So um, this suspicion of Freemasonry go down directly after the movie because we directly see that the, all these guys around the world are, are absolutely unable to, to make a complot, you know. <laughs> they, have, they, 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 they have no time. It's not that they, 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 they have to deal with uh, some lot, some very, it's a normal life for all the masons around the world and to see that it's just great so um this is it and what, what was the uh your the, i'm gonna say the the main what would have been the main thing that you wanted people to understand from actually seeing this film is it like is it more of just a you know these are regular individuals what was it a a pushback or at least a personal uh, wish to push back against uh, uh, individuals who may look at the craft, dif you know, differently or in a negative light, or is it more just a, uh, you know, just a, a um, general appreciation? Yeah, general pre appreciation for the craft. My goal is to to you know I don't I we don't need me to make um, I'm not a journalist I'm a filmmaker so it's very different I have a vision you know I wanted to 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 make some picture to show a vision of uh, of uh, this uh, the subject the craft the Freemasonry because I'm Freemason also myself it's more easy but it's not because I'm Freemason that I'm, I could make a good movie about Freemasonry I'm first of all I'm a filmmaker. But I had this vision, and I wanted to link uh, the beauty of the lands, of the nation, of the Masonic heritage, to meet very normal brothers. Because uh, the pro one of the problem of Freemasonry is that all the people who are speaking about Freemasonry, they are uh, scientific, historian, or maybe in in ninety percent, it's. Uh, People who don't have um, uh, want to write books, you know, about Freemasonry, but they don't have the uh, scientific education of the, they are not uh, historian, really professional historian. So they are speaking about Freemasonry. But uh, I think there is so many books about Freemasonry who don't give it's just blah, blah. You know, they don't give you nothing about Freemasonry. What is really Freemasonry? Freemasonry is something very simple, in fact. So um I wanted to show that and to because when we go on internet uh, of course you you see all this uh, um, anti-masonic movement who is very powerful today and i feel very sad uh, about that and um, um, and i know a lot of good guys from the young generation who have suspicion against freemasonry and uh, for me uh, it's very difficult to to fight against myself alone, you know, to convince people. Uh, 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 I think, for example, and I had a, a young um, friend, and uh, we had a long discussion about Freemasonry. It was impossible for me to convince him that Freemasonry is not uh, uh, had nothing to do with the complot and Illuminati, etc. And but after I, I invite him to see the movie in a premiere and. Everything changed in his mind, you know. It's not a question that after that he wants to come in Freemasonry. It's just that he sees exactly what is Freemasonry today. So my goal is to show the reality of the Freemasonry around the world. It's very simple, in fact. <laughs> that we have, uh, that we're taking up way too much of our time learning lines to be able to do anything nefarious. <laughs> the the learning of, of ritual has always been um, something that I could be quite good at or absolutely be horrible at. And, you know, I know some people who will do certain parts of, of degree work, they, they can spend hours and hours and hours uh, learning it. And they will still, when they get up, when they get up to, to deliver their part, they still can stumble over their lines. It's, you know, it goes, goes part and parcel with trying to constantly perfect ourselves as individuals and, and uh, you know, improve ourselves, whether it's from memory or just, you know, public speaking. 
is this um, you know is this something that's common uh, commonly found throughout Freemasonry worldwide uh, and is that affected um, based on language uh, have you found that certain individuals uh, or certain brothers who are let's say in India and speaking Urdu at their yeah. at their lodge do they have do they have you, did you hear that they have an easier time learning their ritual work than let's say somebody who's doing it in English um the, the the question of the rituals um it's uh, a very difficult question in uh for this movie because this movie will be broadcast worldwide and everybody knows that uh, it's impossible to film inside the lodge so um i respect that of course and you know it's exactly making a movie about uh, wolfgang amadeus mozart uh, without the music so the real treasure of Freemasonry is the ritual and uh, is the only treasure we have. It's a heritage from the past. And there is thousands of different rituals in the world. And um, everybody uh, keep this treasure very uh, safely. And the, there is this, this idea of transmission. And, uh, um, and the ritual is the center of the craft. So... Uh, but for me, it was impossible to explain that in this movie, and uh, because it's very complex, and uh, maybe I will do that in, in another project. But um, um, I think it's not the main question in in this project. The most important question it is what is the you know when you are traveling, uh, you need to have a compass. You need to directly when you arrive in a country in a lodge, you need you need to have to know where you are and what is uh, the DNA of this lodge, what is the the, the spirit of the lodge, what is the, this the spirit of this craft. For example, in Scotland, it's very incredible in Marvel Lodge of Scotland. I love them so much and. Uh, it's um, you have a very incredible spirit there in India is the same everywhere in the world is the same but it's different so you have to understand where you are and uh, you are here just for one week two weeks so um, after sometimes I, I understood that the craft is based of seven main value you have of course faith hope charity you have of course liberty equality fraternity but you have also of course unity and the unity is very important you have the the unity of the brother brethren in the inside the lodge but also universality is the same word but uh, it's more global so you have seven main value and if um, you you and you have some masonry who, who are more connected, for example, with charity. But you, if you do too much charity, you lose the the path of the craft. You, so all the time in masonry is the question of balance. And when you have a decrease of membership, and when you have some problem inside the lodge, is because you you lose one of these seven value and uh, uh, it was my way my compass as a traveler you know and uh, a, a mason uh, a mason traveler so uh, um, this is uh, for me the most important thing is go back to the basis is not be too intellectual you know and of course it's it's very interesting to see the problem of translation the problem of language which kind of ritual is is this ritual is very close to the tra tradition of not uh, I know that in USA there is some problem with some rituals who are not connected with the young generation. It's not the case in in the continental Europe. So, uh, of course, the ritual had an impact of um, uh, the quality of the craft. And all the time we are looking for the best rituals. And but uh, um, I think. Um, the ritual could be also a problem and especially for the young generation and uh, uh, there is a time in our life in our path uh, for each age there is a time for a, a different evolution when, when you are below uh, 25 uh, you have different question when you are uh, 14 or 15 years old and um we, when you visit the lodge now around the world, is you see directly that there is a lot of white uh, hairs in the lodge. The average age is very high. So mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. as a young mason, it's a problem. Why? Uh, we are not connected with the young generation. And the re answer is very simple. It's because we don't organize 
the possibility to have exchange with the young generation. If we are meeting young generation directly, there is a connection. So the the main uh, we I think we have to focus of organizing moment in a good place to have this this possibility to meet the young generation and to have exchange about the craft because it's very useful for a young mason uh, the, the what we learn as a young mason is very useful in the life, you know, and uh, I, f I feel very sad when I see that uh, um, uh, men are waiting uh, when they are uh, finishing their working life, you know, around 16, 60 years old and they're entering in the craft because they are they have more free time now. So um, in the past, in the 18th century, all the great masons entered in the lodge very young and they were very active in the world in every kind of field, artistic, political, economical, any kind of, of, of field. And Freemasonry was very attractive. It was the golden age of Freemasonry. And maybe we have the possibility in the 20, 21st century to enter in this new golden age. It's just a question of choice and organized possibility to make the, the young generation. I think that now the large, all the grand large of the world have this difficulty to 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 be more simple, to be more accessible, uh, to to be more open to the world, and stop uh, saying that we have big secret. It's not the case. The lodge are in the center of the city, open to the community. We are making community service. We are we are open to the world, and it was what I wanted to show. You know, and that that's kind of that, that's very correct, and I, I agree with that statement. Uh, the interesting thing I always used to say to my friends when they said, oh, you're joining that secret society. I'm like, well, it's not really a secret society because we have a giant building with a neon sign, you know, on the main, like on this main road. So the idea of the, um, you know, the secrets as part of something that, uh, you know, helps to prove that somebody can keep their word and that they're reliable, um, you know, in addition to being symbolic of, of um, uh, you know, somebody be having the knowledge to work in certain parts of the uh, uh, certain parts of the world or I should say certain parts of um, work sites but but uh, the question of the secret uh, we don't really understand what is the secret and we we have to to be very clear about this, this question uh, there is two aspects of the secret one aspect is the privacy if you have friend in your house and you uh, your best friend and if you organize a meeting uh, in a private meeting in your house you don't want that everybody knows will know the um, next week what was the discussion you, you had with your friend this is the name of privacy and this is in our constitution in our democratic society the privacy is very important for a democratic country this is the first aspect the second aspect is that the, the secret is coming from the history of Freemasonry, and one on one on, on the roof. There is two roof. Uh, there is a lot of uh, explanation, but one of very important roof of Freemasonry is the Royal Society, who was created in uh, 1614 London. It was the first scientific uh, institution of the world, and uh, the Royal Society in London was uh, uh, created by a, a gentleman mason because Freemasonry didn't exist at this time, the modern Freemasonry. It was a gentleman mason. Uh, Robert Moray is very famous. I love him so much, these guys. And uh, um, when you know a little bit about how science is working, you understand directly the meaning of the secret. And I, I give you an explanation. If you, Today, if you are uh, visiting um, the most important scientific meeting around the world, for example, about the research against cancer, uh, you have each three months, six months, the best scientific of the world who have a secret meeting. So um, they, they, it's not a secret meeting. Everybody knows that there, there is a very big um, uh, meeting for um, in a lot of uh, different uh, important city. But um, when the the meeting starts, you have the best scientific, for example, about melanoma of breast cancer, I don't know. And you have 16 person around the table and they start the discussion, but they close the door. Why? Because the Nobel Prize is in question, you know. 
So science, when you exchange information, it's very important to exchange information to be a better scientific, to be sure that your research as a scientific will be uh, the, the right one. But in the same time, uh, um, uh, one of these scientific will be the will receive the Nobel Prize. So um, the idea of secret closed door is just to have the best quality of discussion. If you know that the the, the doors are open, uh, you will not have the same quality of discussion. If the door are closed, you will be very frank and uh, you you will have trust. Uh, uh, you could do you could say mistake, for example, and another brother could uh, uh, explain his point of view and change your mind, etc., etc. So this process of evolution by the quality of the discussion and by the the simple fact that we close the door and we know that uh, Monday morning it will not be in the newspaper. So this is the only explanation of the secret. And uh, of course there is another explanation. It was the craft in the Middle Age. It was uh, uh, the only way that the workers, the builders, have had to protect the work. You know, <laughs> protect the the simple fact that they have to 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 have a work. So they have uh, secret words to 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 be sure that they were uh, operative mason. But uh, we are. It's not for me. The secret is more the quality of the relation and. Uh, we discovered that has when we enter in the lodge that uh, uh, it's w- w- directly after two minutes when you are traveling, for example, you have directly this quality of relation, um, uh, sincerity, uh, the brotherhood, um, and directly you are connected to, to the main kind. To, to, to the human and uh, the feelings and you have directly we go very deep in the in the discussion and uh, uh, this is something wonderful to to live it's a wonderful experience and um, this is the secret this is one of my explanation and with regards to parts of uh, parts of europe you you being a, a european native yourself and uh, in the film uh, and not to spoil anything for those listening at home uh, there are certain parts of the world, uh, Europe that you visit where there has been, um, you know, th- throughout recent history in the last uh, 100 years, let's say, for instance, a very strong persecution of Freemasons. Um, yeah. And w- w- what is your opinion or what is your what did you take away from seeing that, you know, in places where Freemasonry was very heavily persecuted, that it started to come back? It's wonderful to leave that because um, we have to do our best to 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 because we are living in a global world today and it's very interesting for for example Canadian US UK Freemason to know that in Middle Europa there is a reborn of Freemasonry in new democratic country just since uh, 15 years of 20 years and this young Mason have a so much incredible speech about freedom, about liberty. What is mm-hmm. to be free to be to to live liberty? So in our whole the democracy, maybe we forget that, and uh, we forget that um, uh, Freemasonry is also a way to build uh, a free nation uh, without borders. And uh, um, and um, I think that Freemasonry is very is more strong. Is more powerful, more strong in, the, in this new Grand Lodge with just 300 mem- members for one nation. But uh, you feel that the, the, you, you, ha- you, you have this strong feeling that they are leaving something uh, uh, just great um, because uh, it's not easy, because it's a choice, because you need courage, courage to, to do that. So um, uh, for me, it, it was, a, and especially in the, in Middle Europa, you have so great culture as Ukraine, Poland, and um, and uh, Georgia, and uh, so this all these great nation what 
struggling now there is war now just now we are speaking now and you mm-hmm. have war in the with uh, uh, not directly Ru- Russia but uh, the whole world is here is still here and maybe maybe we will, uh, we will I hope not but may- maybe we will live in the next uh, 10 years or 20 years uh, new wars in this part of the world so I don't hope that but uh, the people who are living and the brother, brothers who are living there know that that it's uh, a dangerous situation. So have the possibility to to meet a brother and maybe trying just not to help them, but uh, to be co- they need connection with with uh, the world because they choose to be a part of the free world. And this is very important because I'm a democratic uh, guy and uh, <laughs> uh, I want to live in democratic world. So I, I'm, uh, I'm very connected with them and very happy to... To know, to 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 have the privilege to be received there and uh, and uh, to share with them the same value and uh, is you know it's not just this movie Terra Mancenica is a beautiful movie with beautiful picture but what is beauty? Beauty is uh, not just be- uh, a question of aesthetic. It's also a political question. The beauty. When you have beautiful painting, beautiful music, is because people are free. And you see that uh, in uh, some uh, dictatorial uh, country that uh, the beauty don't exist. <laughs> you, don't, you have a very bad music and a very bad uh, hearts, etc. So beauty is a part of the free world also. So um, uh, uh, this is why I make uh, a lot of effort to have beautiful picture and to make the connection with the countries and trying to show that the beauty is the the beautiful landscape, the beautiful picture of the country is very important, and uh, the mother language is also important, and all of, all of that is a part of the beauty of the world, beauty of, uh, and it's very inspiring to 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 have the the possibility to to just leave the present and stop the time and and be able to. To be in front of the Black Sea in Odessa, to be uh, in 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 Africa, in the desert, in the Sahara, and just say, "Wow, what a beautiful world!" And I think this is the part of the craft: is the ability to see the beauty of the world. Yeah. I think you did a pretty amazing job with the film, sort of showing just how approachable uh, some of those lodges can be. I, I would think that the youth today. Uh, the hierarchical structure of it was probably what's the more intimidating for a lot of the younger people today. But then a lot of the younger people today are less likely to reach out to community to find uh, mentors. Uh, they're more likely yeah. to try to go to the internet or something like that, where you know, men of old or the older generation, they didn't have that available to them. They're more likely to get out there in their community and they're more likely to chat and find mentors and be mentors uh, for each other. I think that's yeah. part of the cultural shift and why it's why there's so many gray hairs. <laughs> it's it, it, at least I've also find it's it's somewhat of a generation gap where uh, you know people's grandfathers were Freemasons and it's their grandsons that are now becoming Freemasons, and sometimes people who have lived through different things can see the world differently. So I'm you know how do you see Freemasonry evolving uh, with the old generation and the new generation combining? And, you know, what kind of challenges are, are you seeing uh, with uh, during this evolution? Yeah, I think that um, it's very important in a lot to have a good mix and a good balance between the different generations. So um, uh, when I was 20 years ago, young Mason, I was very happy to to have a old Mason to 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 have a. a to receive a teaching because when you have you are when you are young the, you just have to open your 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 eyes you and listening to what people have to do so you 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 keep the silence and you are listening so this is the way to learn is to listening when you are young but uh, we are entering in, the, in a very new world and the young generation is very different now they are connected, they see global, and they want to travel. So what I say to the young generation is uh, be a Mason is, uh, is exactly that. 
you are thinking global, you are connected, and this is the case since uh, three centuries because uh, the beginning of the, you know, today we are we are living in a very anxious world, a uh, lot of anxiety, a lot of fear about the future, and um, because of this globalization, but the globalization is not a new a new things. Uh, it's happening since. Uh, uh, the beginning of the navy, the discovering, the, the beginning of the big empires like uh, mm -hmm. the Commonwealth. It was a globalized world, and uh, uh, and if you know a little bit about history, you see, you know that there is there were a lot of exchange between all the civilization during Babylon and uh, during the beginning of the humanity. So we are living in a globalized world, uh, but the new generation wanted to be a part of that, and they want to travel, and they want to meet people, and they are very open. And in the same times, um, th they have this th this feeling that of uh, lonely loneliness, and because uh, of the computers, etc. Everybody is uh, finally um, uh, people are very separate, and it's very difficult to meet people. So, uh, as a social social club, Freemasonry is a wonderful opportunity for the young generation first of all to to have new tools to be a better man to 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 separate the the truth fr uh, from uh, the the fake to have to 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 try to 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 think a little bit about um to to to, to go directly to the ba to the basic value the most important value to be a good man this is the first part and the same time to to travel to be connected and to know that you if you have to go to work and this is why in in india there is a very big increase of membership because the young generation is educated and they want to travel and they want to learn so Freemasonry is absolutely perfect for them, and they understand that it's an opportunity. So um, maybe we have to speak a little bit about brotherhood. What is brotherhood? Brotherhood is open the door of a brother who is a traveler. And uh, if a brother have a, a, of a, your lodge have a problem, you will be there maybe at 3 uh, a.m. in the morning. If he had the crash with his car, I don't know, you, you will be here to help him. So this is the definition of brotherhood, is just help uh, uh, your brother. So uh, I think we have to, to be very proud of that and don't uh, say that uh, because... You know, the non-Masons think that brotherhood is to have privilege. It's not the case. It's just a very basic value of humanity. Help the others is very important. We have, as, a, as a Mason, I have Mason, of course, but I help non-Mason in the same times. I'm not focused about just the Mason, but if a Mason needs something, I will be here. So uh, brotherhood is a basic value, very important value in life. And in our very selfish society, especially in the US, uh, focus uh, about uh, material world and about money, these value are very important. So um, uh, this young generation, we need to make um, a contact and to, to build a trust and to to explain that, it's very simple, but it's very useful. And for a very intelligent young guys who finish his uh, high degree in university, uh, they understand very quickly that uh, it's an opportunity. So I know that there is a pr big problem in the Western world, uh, um, uh, with a decrease of membership and. Uh, but it's also a problem of culture because to be a Mason, you have to be very curious about different culture, about the heritage, about the history, about some different knowledge. So if you have a, at one moment a, a big nation who facing the problem of culture and problem of education, it's normal that after two, three generations, you have guys who are a little bit idiots. So um, uh, education, uh, uh, democracy and education it's the good ground for uh, to, to have um, expansion of Freemasonry. So it's a more large-scale problem of society. And Freemasonry, you know, I'm living in Belgium and we have an industrial tradition and um, 
we had here in Belgium, also like in Scotland and in England, we had uh, the mines, you know, with the uh, the coke, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and when the guys go down in the ground uh, in the mines uh, to extract uh, the 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 coke, uh, they bring with them little birds, uh, yellow birds, and the name in French it's canary, and uh, they bring li- these little birds to detect the gas, and uh, because they have to 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 be it was very dangerous of the explosion of the gas uh, in the mines and when the little birds uh, was um, uh, dying because of the gas they have to get out of the mines to 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 be safe freemasonry is the little uh, canaries the little ye- yellow birds of the society if freemasonry is in expansion so the society is in good health <laughs> and uh, so uh, maybe um, uh, i'm very positive guys i'm very optimist about the future Future, not in all the part of the world, of course. In some part of the world, uh, societies are facing difficulties in very large scale, um, and they are losing uh, the, all this basic value I explained before. And in another other part of the world, uh, things are going uh, better. So. Um, um, uh, I, I, but uh, we don't have a, a very simple solution to this problem, and it's not uh, in five minutes that we will find the solution. Everybody is uh, uh, thinking about how it's possible to, 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 to for the Freemasonry to don't disappear because this is the question. You have a lot of lodge who are disappearing in USA in uh, in different parts of the world because you don't have enough young uh, members and. Uh, but in the same times, it's a question of time and it's a cycle. And uh, we everybody knows that uh, uh, during three centuries, there is so much uh, in the history of Freemasonry. Masonry, a lot of lodge uh, disappear, reappear. There is a lot of creation of new, new lodge. So it's a part of the life, you know. And if a lodge disappears like this, and uh, <laughs> we have to build a new lodge, and uh, to be to, to try to to, uh, so it's a it's a part of life, I think. And um, and uh, but uh, the the speech about Freemasonry had to be more simple and say to the young generation what uh, just to explain to the young generation uh, what Freemasonry is useful for a young guy today and after that he will have time to discover different aspect of freemasonry maybe more esoterical maybe more mystical maybe more spiritual um okay but uh, you know in the judaism for example when you want to study the kabbalah you have to wait 40 years and you have children and you have to wait to have a job so this is the rules to study kabbalah so uh in the life of a man, you have a, a good time for, for different parts. And the, all the aspects of Freemasonry are so rich, so different. So uh, it's like a diamond and you could spend your life uh, um, in Freemasonry and all the time discovering new aspects. And uh, because you are begin, be, uh, begin, uh, you, you are uh, you begin to be older, more experienced, so you rediscover all the time Freemasonry. But it's a very, very long process. And um, uh, we have to listen for, uh, of the young generation. For example, one of the basic aspects of Freemasonry is hope. Hope. Hope is very important. And it's uh, hope, it's for me, in my mind, uh, it's exactly what is the feeling of a young generation, men and women. Uh, when you, you are speaking with somebody who has 25, 27 years old, uh, hope is very important part of the of their wishes, you know. They have mm-hmm. hope in, in so hope is very important. So we have to listening to the hope of the young generation, what they want for the future and be and, and try to be uh, more uh, at the same level than them you know sometimes Freemasons are in the um, you have the feeling when you are young and I, I know that that uh, Freemason is a little bit uh, um, um, uh, they have maybe this feeling that there is too much knowledge. They will not have time to to spend to read all these books, etc., etc. But 
uh, Freemasonry is not a university. It's not a question of uh, to 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 have more learn, more knowledge than uh, the other brothers. It more, it's more the human rela- relation. So all this aspect of uh, esotericism and um, and knowledge and etc. and studying uh, uh, it's one it's just one aspect of Freemasonry. And for the young generation, the relation, the quality of the relation is more important. And to be there to help them is what we have to do. And after that, if they are changing a country for work and they are, maybe there will be great doctors and they had a, a very a professional life uh, uh, without free time to come in the lodge, it's not a problem. Uh, initiation is different than the, the Masonic path. You have initiation, after that you have Masonic path. So the, in, in his, you know, um, uh, they are more open for this idea of uh, lifetime, you know, and um, you could come in the lodge as a levis, and uh, after that you could um, uh, spend 10 years or 20 years uh, because you are very busy in your work and come back, you will still a part of the lodge. So um, I think we have to be more cool, in fact. More, <laughs> more, uh, yes, more cool with the young generation and, uh, and not be too stressful, you know, about the challenge of uh, be a good man. We have time. To, we have one life to be a good man. <laughs> and we are, we are on, the only judge uh, at the end of our life to judge ourselves and said, okay, I try to do my best. I'm not a god, but I, I try to do my best for the society, and maybe I was a good man, that's all. Now, uh, just as we're, we're starting to, to wrap up here, because I know that you're a very busy man with the yeah. uh, impending release of this film, um, how did you become a Freemason yourself? Oh, it's a long story. You know, I'm living in Europe, but I was not born in Europe. And I discovered uh, Europe when I was a teenager. Before that, I was born in Africa. And I spent my life, my, my childhood, and I was a teenager in Africa. And when I arrived in Europe, I was very surprised by the um, uh, the very low level of uh, quality of relation between neighbors and different religion etc in africa is very different everybody respect everybody and all the religion are, are respected uh, between christian jewish uh, muslim uh, animist etc there is no problem of relation in my childhood it was what what, what was what i had experiences well, so when i discover europe um, I had this feeling that uh, I was losing something from my childhood, uh, this quality of relation uh, with different people. And uh, thanks to a uncle um, who explained to me that he was a mason and he was speaking to me. Uh, I was 14 years old and I directly asked him, I want to be a part of that uh, because you say that it's great. I want to be a part. He said, you are too young. I said, no. So uh, I had to wait a little bit, 10 years <laughs> to be a mason. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but I didn't read uh, nothing about masonry, you know. I, I was very patient and uh, I was uh, waiting to be a mason and I didn't regret that. And uh, I spent uh, uh, 20 years in my mother lodge and I was uh, a very happy mason. Masonic life is not a easy life, it's not perfect. We have to struggling to to really build a brotherhood, really practice, practice what, we, what we are preaching. Uh, it's not easy. It's a long path, but in the same time, it's just a great thing. So uh, um, I was looking for uh, this uh, universality. Fi- finally, you know the f- the universality in Terra Masonica. It was exactly what I was looking when I was 14 years old. You know, there's just the respect of everybody. And um, because you you have uh, knowledge, you have wisdom in all the culture, and we have a lot of things to learn with uh, 
the the good man from the other cultures. So uh, so finally, I I finish a cycle with this movie, and uh, uh, and if I came back in my mind, in my past, and I said to myself uh, when I was fourteen, and uh, if I saw Terra Masonica when I was fourteen, what what I what was uh, what will be the impact on me? I think it will be it will have a huge impact because seeing Terra Masonica is exactly a dream, you know, it's a utopia, and uh, to see all these universal brotherhood is uh, it's just something wonderful and uh, knowing that it's, it exists really and knowing that uh, you could traveling everywhere uh, and find a lodge and find brother and spend time with them is is just something great so uh, uh, despite the, our difference but we have respect and we don't speak about politics and we don't speak about religion <laughs> so uh, uh, um, so I was looking for something when I was young and a better relation because uh, life today is not easy and especially now with all this uh, problem we are facing now and uh, knowing that we are uh, we we are um, we have light in our lodge and we are we have this tradition and when we are opening the 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 meeting we are closing the meeting there is something between the opening and the closing what just great and uh, to have the the opportunity to leave that in our lodge is uh, is like um, a young mason said in my movie is going to have vitamin you know in french we said um, to have energy you know to to find a new energy to after that get out of the lodge and and come in the world and and start again you know it's a cycle so um uh, it's a long answer for a very simple question why we come in the lodge but I think um, my uncle had a very big impact and of course in our fam in, in the craft we see that 50% of the mason are a part of mason family so you have this we have this transmission uh, through generation in the same family especially in Scotland very it's very strong in Scotland uh, all the male inside a family are mason <laughs> you have no choice <laughs> so uh, uh, i think uh, as a man uh, uh, we have a special relation. The friendship between men are special because uh, it's not like a woman. We are. It's not so easy for the men to speak about themselves. You know, between men to be uh, to 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 have very deep uh, discussion. So um, women have are more have more facilities. You know, it's more easy for them to 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 have this personal uh, discussion. So uh, the masonry is a way to have uh, to with this friendship between men i think it's a it's a great thing and i said to you i'm optimist for the future and i'm sure that we have the possibility to enter the new golden age because all these value are very important for um, for for the future and for our children i want mm. that uh, my i have a daughter and i want i i, I pray every day that uh, uh, the world will be better for her than for me so uh this is my hope well you know and that that's that's the hope i should i should hope for every basin that's out there that that we you know leave the world and our craft better than we got it um and you know speaking of uh, brothers the world over uh just to, for those of our international uh listeners i'm i'm just going to read from your website here i know that you there are several premieres that are coming up um, uh, yeah, the 28th, uh, premiere in Brussels has already happened. Uh, February yeah. 10th is in Valencia. Uh, February yes. 24th is in Ghent. Uh, yeah. and then uh, the last week of March, uh, you're pre, uh, uh, you're in Brazil to, to, um, yeah. uh, premiere the film, which is amazing. Um, yeah. and then from there, the spring, it will be available on DVD, as, <clears throat> excuse me, DVD, as well as in video on demand. Um, and, and it's, uh, and it's a longer version, which is, um, um, two, one hour, uh, parts, if I'm not mistaken, yep. twice by one hour, and mm -hmm. uh, from in in September it will be broadcast in uh, on television throughout the world, yep. as well as uh, it will be translated into Italian, Spanish, Portuguese, French, and Dutch. 
Uh, and German. And German. German. Yeah. So yeah. That, that, that's, that makes it a truly um, strong international film. And uh, I, I do know that, you, that uh, you do have a previous engagement that you do need to get to. But we are so absolutely um, uh, privileged to have had you on, on the radio program and share your story and uh, uh, help, uh, help you get the word of the film out there. I know that the brethren here in Ottawa, as well as around Canada, are very excited for its release. Um, and yes. I'm, I know within our community and uh, the community as a whole, from there it will it will be a success. The, the trailer thank also on Vimeo right now, I believe. People yes. People have a little peek. Okay, thank, thank you so much uh, for these hours. Uh, I'm, I'm so happy to, to spend this time with you. And uh, there will be, uh, there, is, there is now a lot of discussion to have a different premiere uh, in London, in USA, everywhere. So uh, I hope I will come in uh, Ottawa and, uh, and meet you in uh, and organize a premiere in Canada. And uh, uh, it could be done very quickly. So if there is some uh, listener in the audience who want to organize something, we are very open because organize a, a screen in a theater in a very good condition it's better than show that on your computer screen so uh, it's a better experience and um, and also it's opportunity to meet the young generation <laughs> so I come that I come again with that so uh, organize something it's open the doors and uh, and uh, and it's opportunity to make contact so uh, of course we have to do our best to promote that and uh, and try to to organize opportunities. And, uh, you know, it, as they say, many hands make light work. So yes. uh, I know that with, with the brethren that I've been discussing and the amount of uh, excitement, we'll, we'll, I'll talk to a few of them and we'll see what, uh, what we can do for your brother. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's my pleasure again. Thank you very much. Uh, and uh, that was uh, Tristan Bourlard and uh, terramasonica.com. Uh, you, uh, you can see both the trailers up there. And I would very strongly suggest you check it out. And you can also follow them on Facebook. So please do make your searches and make your likes. Uh, this uh, has been uh, Chris George Zuger of Den of Lore. Uh, and I do just have a quick, uh, quick short announcement for next week's show that I'm going to put on there. Uh, which, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it right now. And uh, this is very exciting. As you may know, the uh, great John Anthony West is uh, uh, currently fighting cancer. And we have the privilege in uh, uh, combination with uh, Sacred Geometry International. Uh, we're going to be presenting next week, February 10th at uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 Central, 5.30 Pacific, live on this channel. Uh, the John Anthony West Project Telethon in, uh, in support of uh, Clay Roop's um, uh, John Anthony West Project uh, fundraiser to try and raise funds for John Anthony West's cancer treatment. Uh, now, the guest list for this is truly amazing. Uh, we're going to have Graham Hancock, Dr. Robert Schock of Boston University, Laird Scranton, Scotty Roberts, and the renowned Randall Carlson of Sacred Geometry International. All on one show, we're going to be trying to raise $10,000 during that broadcast and another $40,000 for the following seven days total. Um, I would very strongly suggest that you do set your reminders now because this will be absolutely amazing. We're going to be talking about John Anthony West's work. We're going to be discussing the impact on knowledge in addition to, uh, you know, in addition to warm stories about John Anthony West from his friends and colleagues. Please do check us out at denoflore.com for all the details or the show notes in uh, the upcoming events. Uh, again, this is Chris George Zuger, producer and host of Den of Lore, and my co-host, Alex. Say hello, Alex. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Tristan, very much Thank for you, joining Tristan. us on the show today. And really appreciate having you on, and it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful work of film that you've made. <laughs> Have a good Thank day. you, Alex. Thank you, Chris. See you soon. See you soon. Thanks. All right. Well, I guess it's uh, Alex. What, what, what did you uh, think of that? It was a good show. Very good, very good. Fantastic. I can't wait for this film to come out. It's going to be so amazing. Sure. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen who are still listening, uh, I am going to play the outro music, uh, which uh, we have uh, and kind of uh, very, very apropos. Uh, we're going to have Spellbound by Broke for Free. 
So don't forget to set your reminders. Uh, again, you can check out dentalvlore.com for all the information. There will be more guests that will be confirming as time goes on. In addition to our five guests, uh, we will also be uh, bringing in, uh, again, Soraya from Where Did the Road Go, who will be guest hosting along with uh, Dr. Robert Schock. Uh, for most, if not the entire show, depending on schedules. So, uh, and also special thanks goes out to uh, Cameron from Sacred Geometry International, uh, Greg from the Higher Side Chats, and Darren and Graham from Cry America for all of your help and support, as well as Adam Loyal from Friends to Know. Uh, you guys are amazing. Uh, the warmth and support from this community for this wonderful man who has given a large part of his life to the search for knowledge and uh, uh, critical thinking towards where we came from as a species is absolutely warm uh, and, and inspiring. I'm, I'm privileged to be a part of this, uh, this effort for John, uh, and uh, let, let's make this a very successful one and you know, make sure that he knows that we stand behind him and uh, that he's got all the love in the world from this large and wonderful community. Uh, once again, thank you very much for listening to The Den of Lore, and we will see you next week.